Welcome to the show, Fairways and Finance. My name is Jeff Smith. I've been in the mortgage business for 16 years, top quarter percent LO nationwide. And you know, this podcast, we want to talk about your finances, how to grow and accumulate wealth and all things related to the mortgage industry. But we're golf lovers here as well. So we're going to work in some golf. Don't worry for my golf lovers out there. We got you. And I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back to the channel, everybody. Jeff Smith, Fairways and Finance. And man, it's been a great week in the mortgage business. And I had to record a quick podcast here to break this down. It's been some dark days for mortgage lenders and, and real estate. You know, We've had rising rates for the last 18 months. Uh, just as early as a week and a half ago, we had mortgage rates hit their highest level since the early 90s. And it's it's been a rough ride, you know, and it's been especially tough because so many folks now are sitting on record low interest rates that they refinanced into or purchased into during COVID. Um, so if you've got a 3% mortgage, why on earth would you sell your house and go buy another one with an 8% mortgage? So that has really brought the real estate industry to a grinding halt. And it just seemed like there is no end in sight for rates to slow down. Until we arrived here at this week. And so we've had a great last 10 days in the mortgage market. And there's there's quite a few things going on. So I wanted to break this down and just give you some insight here on what we're seeing right now. So rates have been rising for 18, 18 months. And you put that on a graph and they've just been on a steady climb uh, for the last year um, and up and down you know, for the six months prior to that. Um, the factors that have been making rates rise. So quite a few of them. Inflation is one. So inflation was very high. It's come down a lot, but the economy is still strong. So the threat of higher inflation or inflation going back up is not fully over. So the Fed is cautious with their policymaking because the the threat of higher inflation still looms out there with a strong economy. So a strong economy is inflationary. And so, so we still have that threat of higher inflation. Strong jobs numbers. The jobs market has been very strong for the last couple of years. The economy as a whole has been very strong for the last couple of years. And we haven't seen a major shift in the job market. It is slowing down and it is weakening, but it's not crumbling by any means. Significant debt in the U.S. and in countries abroad as well. Governments are financing a ton of debt. The, us here in the United States, we've had a strong economy for the last several years, and our deficits have been increasing. We've been running record deficits, which is crazy because when the economy is humming along, that's when we should be paying down the deficit. That's when we should be paying down our debt. And the opposite has been happening. And so what happens when the government takes on debt, they do it by issuing treasury bonds. They sell treasury bonds. That's an investment for a consumer. It's a debt for the government. And so when the government is taking out more debt, they're issuing more bonds, adding supply to the bond market, which then pushes prices down and pushes rates up. So mortgages become long-term bonds called mortgage-backed securities. As the government is flooding the markets with more bonds, that puts pressure on mortgage-backed securities to rise, uh, rates on mortgage-backed securities to rise, thus increasing mortgage rates. Um, the Fed has been offloading their balance sheet of mortgage-backed securities. So the Fed, when, when we went through COVID and when we've gone through other difficult downturns in the economy, the Fed will buy mortgage-backed securities to reduce supply 
which then increases the price on the mortgage-backed securities and that reduces the rate. So mortgage-backed securities are just like bonds. When the price goes up, the rate goes down. The opposite has been happening for the last 18 months. The Fed has been offloading their balance sheet of mortgage-backed securities, adding more supply to the market, along with the U.S. government adding supply to the market. That is pushing prices on mortgage bonds down and pushing rates up. The Fed has been hiking the Fed funds rate. So that is the rate that the Federal Reserve controls, and they've been hiking it for the last 18 months. And while that does not have a direct impact on mortgage rates, it raises rates throughout the rest of the economy. And as overall rates move higher, that puts pressure on mortgage rates to move higher. So that that has not been helping either. And then finally, Wall Street has had short positions on the 10-year Treasury note for most of this year. So they've been placing a bet that the yield on the 10-year Treasury note is going to continue to rise. And when it does, the price on the 10-year goes down. So they've bought the the 10-year at X number of dollars, and they've got a short position to sell it and rebuy it at a lower number of dollars at a future date. And when they do that, they make a profit on it. So what we've seen happen recently is over the last couple of weeks, a couple of big hedge fund managers have come out and said they think that 5% in the 10-year is the cap, that it's not going to move any higher than that, and they're liquidating their short positions. So while that's just a small percentage of all the short positions that are out there, that was helpful for the markets to see that some in Wall Street are seeing 5% as the ceiling. And last week, the 10-year yield hit 5.01%, and then moved lower. So it hasn't broken above that 5% threshold. Uh, so those that's six of the, the main things that we're seeing that are putting pressure on rates to move higher this year. But now, what's, here's what's changing. So the Fed is likely done hiking rates. Their last rate hike was in July. They had their meeting here in November and elected not to hike rates at this most recent meeting. Their next meeting is in D- uh, sorry, they had their meeting here in October. Their next uh, meeting is in December. And that at that meeting, the markets are betting there's an 86% chance that the Fed does not hike rates in December either. And so the Fed has been using this mantra of we need rates higher for longer. That does not necessarily mean they need to hike rates more. They can just leave the Fed funds rate where it's at for a longer period of time, but not continue to hike. And so a lot of people are starting to think now that the Fed is done hiking the Fed funds rate, which would relieve a lot of pressure on rates uh, and indirectly on mortgage rates. Uh, We're seeing inflation is lower. And as I mentioned, inflation is still a threat, but it is less than half of what it was at the peak. So while it remains a threat, it's also significantly lower. So that is helping with mortgage rates. And we have instability abroad. So we've had the Ukraine-Russia conflict. We now have the Israel-Hamas conflict. And the combination of those two is very destabilizing. And there's a lot of uncertainty about how is this going to play out? I mean, this could go a lot of different directions. If it were to break into a regional war, you know, that, that could send the global economy into a recession. So there is lots of risk from a geopolitical perspective. When we see risk or when we see a downturn in the economy, that's always favorable toward mortgage rates. Uh, some of those short positions from the hedge fund managers that I mentioned 
are now being sold. And so when those short positions are, are liquidated, they have to buy treasuries. And then that reduces supply, pushes prices higher, and brings rates down. So we're seeing that start to play out now. And, and furthermore with that, if we see the 10-year yield continue to come down, a lot of these short positions will be triggered to automatically be rebought. And so then they're going to have to rebuy those positions at a significant loss. And then that's going to further reduce supply, pushing prices higher and yields lower on the 10-year and other bonds. So that all would be extremely supportive of mortgage rates. And the Treasury announced this week their newest round of borrowing. And so in July, they announced what their budget was for borrowing, and it was significantly higher than expected. That shocked the markets, and, and we've really been on a, uh, on a quick rise with mortgage rates since July. Well, now this week, the Treasury announced how much they need for their next round of borrowing. It came in $76 billion less than the markets anticipated. Still a high number, but it was less than the markets anticipated. So, so that was helpful as well. And then the last thing that we've got working in our favor right now is we're heading into an election year next year. And, you know, politicians are incentivized to keep the economy looking as good as possible in an election year, right? So we may see rates come down further because of that fact. So, so all of the, those factors are working toward putting a cap on rates and hopefully having 5% on the 10-year yield, on the 10-year treasury, be our ceiling for this most recent cycle. Is it the ceiling for this most re recent cycle? It's way too early to know. Um, this has only been playing out for, for a week and a half. Um, but I feel excited about it. I'm optimistic that maybe this is the ceiling, and, and hopefully it is. And we're going to know in the coming months here as things continue to progress. But for right now, we're on a great run with mortgage rates. We'd love to see it improve even more from here. And, and even if, if mortgage rates could just stop moving higher, I think everybody could could get used to where they're at. And then eventually, you know, the, the market is going to pick up. So wanted to shoot this podcast out to you real quick to, to give you the latest scoop. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I, I hope you enjoyed the show and got some valuable information out of it. I want to help to educate others and, and help people grow their business and build wealth. And I can only do that with referrals and your help getting the word out about this podcast. So if you come across someone you think could benefit from this, please share it with them. And if there's nobody who comes to mind, a five-star review would go a long way in, in helping me to, to grow this podcast and grow the brand. So appreciate your support.